Hello, beautiful souls. This is Tiffany. Thank you for pressing play and joining me here on Heal, Grow, Love. I have a little episode that is a little bit of meanders around about our different values and qualities and how we can, how they can be really great for us and how they can also maybe be better for other people than they are for us and, and what that means. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because you'll listen to it in a second, hopefully. It does get a little, like, meandery a little bit here and there, and, um, but that's okay. I'm going to, I want you to trust that, like, when you press play here, you are receiving whatever comes through my voice, which includes a lot of beautiful healing energy, and sometimes what you receive might be more valuable than the words or the ideas. And they might come through as your own ideas, your own inspiration, your own, maybe you're going to be like, screw this, this actually makes me feel this way or think that way. And maybe that's what you need. And that's the purpose of this little spot here on the podcast world is to bring you whatever it is that you might need, whether that is some inspiration, whether that's an idea, whether that's energy and energetic transmission, whether that's um, connection in knowing that we're all on this journey together as spiritual and human beings, whatever it is that, that it might be. I hope that you find it. And I'm glad that you're joining me here today. Um, let me think about if there's anything I'd like to invite you to this weekend. I will be at a market at the hub with all of my herbal goodness. Um, next weekend I'll be out at Glenora farm and this last weekend we had a really beautiful spirit session it was really lovely and I will definitely do another one of those in the new year and I also don't have any classes scheduled right now but as I always mention I'm here for private sessions and if you are interested in learning Reiki and you have a friend who is I can always put together a private class because I really only do classes with about two to four students and if you come to me and say hey I have a friend um, I might have another student who's been asking me and I just haven't um, scheduled anything quite yet or, or something like that. So I'm really happy to work with people to put things together. This weekend at the Spirit Session, we did a really nice group meditation. And, um, and then we did a bunch of kind of mini readings. And I also offer services like that for groups in, in their own kind of settings, whether they want to come to me and and we can maybe create a ceremony or um, just a, a simple meditation and readings, whatever that might be. Um, you're welcome to come to me or I also come to other people and, and do it in their homes or their spaces that they feel are sacred and special as well. And we've done that like for parties that have been like very, very casual. And we've I've done that for, you know, deep ceremonies that um that help to mark different times in life or help with different transitions so if um if anything like that sounds interesting to you or you're like hey I just need someone to lead and I have a few ideas of my own please feel free to reach out because it is such an honor to be a part of of those moments with people and it's also really really fun and interesting so anyways with that, I will let you guys listen to the episode. Again, thank you so much for pressing play. 
It would mean a lot to me if you shared this with someone that you thought might benefit from it or left a rating or a review um, or just enjoy. I'm happy to bring it to you either way. <laughs> Thanks so much. Beautiful souls. Let's chat. Let's get into it. Um, I've had a lot of like, a lot of highly emotional or high like, like intensity stuff going on in my life. And I'm feeling like I'm definitely on the other side of it. I'm definitely in a place where I can feel and have a much greater sense of clarity and feel like I can process. But it really was like one thing after another, after another, after another, and like all really, really intense stuff. Um, and something that like, you know, my friends, people that I confided in what was going on, um, one of the things that I heard and I've heard all my life is how strong I am. And sometimes these things that we might consider to be virtues, like strength, you know, they aren't, like, like to me, I'm like, I don't feel like my strength has really served me very well in, in all the ways. Like, sometimes it has been really, really beneficial, but this idea of being a strong person... Sometimes like, like someone was like, you know what, you're really strong, like it'll be okay. And I was like, you know what, I wish I wasn't so strong because I almost feel like I wouldn't get into the position where maybe I've let people treat me badly or hurt me as badly as they could possibly if I wasn't as strong. You know, like if I hadn't have put up with this and that and the other thing and I had have walked away from different friendships, relationships, things, just all sorts of different stuff over the years. You know, like like I've if I wasn't so strong, maybe I would have walked away sooner. Maybe I would have pivoted and been like, "No, I can't I can't take any more. I'm not strong enough to take any more, so I'm done here." And instead, like sometimes that strength shows up and in a way where it actually empowers or disempowers I don't know what exactly but it perpetuates us accepting and tolerating more than we should it's an interesting thing to consider right because we see strength strength has been like touted as such an important quality to have to be strong to be strong in our world but what if we actually had permission to be more vulnerable? What if we actually had permission to feel our feelings and to let ourselves, like in, in that fullness of them guide us better? What if we let ourselves listen to that instead of, instead of placing this idea of being strong on a pedestal? You know, when I think about the things that made me strong, I mean, I'm grateful for my strength. It's definitely allowed me to, to be resilient in 
this life, which is something we really, really need and, and is really important. But when I think about where, sorry, you might hear my dog playing with the, his toy in the background. When I think about my childhood and what led me to be a strong person, it's funny because my my dad passed away when I was young, when I was just nine. And for a lot of years, I thought I, I, I didn't feel like I was anything like my mom. My mom is a much more um, emotionally driven person. And I'm not. I'm quite logical. I'm quite clear. And I'm really strong. <laughs> I am. And I always thought maybe that was like my dad. And then when I was talking to my family and asking questions about who he was, that's not the case. And as I've been doing some work and reflecting on things that happened through childhood, I've actually done like a few different hypnosis sessions. And that's brought me back to different memories, thinking about things. Um, I know, I know that like I was raised by emotionally emotion two emotional parents my grandmother was the most amazing woman in the world and she was incredibly strong um she went through a lot and she created a lot and she she was just amazing in every way and my mom always said that I was a lot like her and I was always really proud of that fact. And I, I am. I am really proud of that fact. That is where I get, like, my ability to be logical, my ability to problem solve easily. I can be quite practical. And that serves me really well in this work because it's, like, so kind of opposite. But it lets me be able to communicate clearly. It lets me be able to explain things. It lets me be able to take the things that are all kind of like a tangled ball of yarn and in the energetic world and smooth them out into a more linear way that we can understand them better in our world because that is we're living in a linear world even though we're not really living in a linear world but in our humanness that's what we came here to experience um but my emo my like my parents weren't emotionally mature maybe or you know like my mom was young when she had me my mom had me when she was 19 and my dad was a few years older than her. So they were, you know, kind of young and wild. And and I really had to be emotionally mature. I really had to be strong in order to, like, be okay through my childhood, basically. And in order to even thrive. Like, I, in reflection, like, I don't feel like I had a bad childhood in any way. Hey, Eddie. No, no. No, thank you. Um, but but there was some stuff. If I were to like sit here and, and list off like a handful of things that, that occurred, you'd be like, oh, but all of us would, wouldn't we? Like none of us, well, n very few of us had like a perfect dreamy childhood. And those are the years that shape us into being. And I am grateful that it shaped me to be strong and it shaped me to be a bit practical and, and to be emotionally mature. There's a, like, I'm, I'm really grateful, but I also think, you know, how many of us were, we were raised in these childhoods where our emotions weren't really valued, where, you know, we, if we were crying, we were told not to cry. You know, we weren't really soothed the way that I think a lot of people are parenting today. Not everyone, 
but I'm definitely trying my best um, to acknowledge and work with and help them process their emotions in that time so that they aren't just stuffing them down and stuffing them down. Um, and so that they feel valued and so that like, and so that they can recognize that our emotions are tools to help us understand what we want and need in this world. And if we're dismissing our own emotions a lot, we're dismissing a lot of our own intuition. We're dismissing a lot of the things that would, that are actually there to help guide and steer us and say, Hey, this doesn't feel good. This isn't right let's choose a path that does feel better. And instead, a lot of us were raised to be really strong or to try and be as strong as we could, which meant not showing our emotions, which meant not um, listening to them or even really acknowledging them, but just getting through and doing the things that we had to do, being kind to people who maybe weren't even kind to us, being respectful to adults who might have been assholes or losers. Um, all sorts of things that, like, you know, are, like, if you were to consider what you're wanting to teach your children, like, like what are you wanting to do and, and what were you taught, like, and, and how, does that, how does that all show up in your life? Does it show up where... Maybe you're taught to keep the peace. Maybe, you know, there was a lot of fighting or a lot of intensity in your home and you walked around on eggshells and had to keep the peace in order or, you you know, you didn't want to poke the bear. And so now, you know, that translates to being a people pleaser and trying to make everyone happy and not even asking what would make you happy. You know, some of us are so strong that we try to keep things together that aren't actually making us happy or actually serving us in some way. You know, sometimes the strength that we think we have is actually a false sense of strength and it is really like a weakness that doesn't even really let us question and ask about what we need, what makes us happy. We just kind of continue to, you know, you know, in that strength, we continue to tolerate more crappy behavior around us, whether that is at work, whether that is in friendship, whether that is in romantic relationship, you know, is that serving you? And are you ignoring the signs? Are you ignoring the universe trying to tell you to change course, to change direction, or to demand what you really deserve? Like ultimately it comes, it, you know, it does play into a place of, of, of feeling worthy and deserving. And so in your childhood, if you were often dismissed or you were often, you know, shown that that it's a great value to ignore your emotions or to, you know, if you were praised for helping to keep the peace or praised for being helpful, for being kind, for being these things that like are all good things to be. in balance because everything comes down 
to balance and everything comes down to like that energetic flow are you pursuing and are you being strong for yourself or are you being strong because you were taught that that is a good thing to do or are you being strong because you know a part of you feels like you need to keep going you know you need to keep putting up with a asshole boss you need to um, keep tolerating a family member that makes you feel really bad, but you know, you don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to say anything or you don't want to do anything. It's easier. It's easier to put it aside. And that comes down like, again, like it's all like, is it easier to not rock the boat? Is it easier to not have conflict? I think so much of us were taught to avoid conflict as opposed to like, to see it face on and and in that like idea of being strong it's like how do we not have conflict how do we stay how do we keep the peace how do we keep everything going and we don't realize that sometimes things need to break down to be rebuilt sometimes we need to let ourselves be vulnerable and fall apart so that we can let everything else fall apart around us so that then we can rebuild it into what we actually want. But so often we just kind of keep the train going as opposed to letting go of a few carts, as opposed to rearranging a few things, as opposed to to asking ourselves what we even really want. What could be possible if we dropped our guard and opened our heart? I mean, that might mean, that might be like, maybe we are being too guarded in our relationships. Maybe we aren't letting ourselves love as deeply as we need to love. And we're actually pushing our loved one away because we're being so strong, so protective of our heart space that we aren't letting that, you know, be open to sharing it with another person, right? It's not always about letting go of of something or someone. Sometimes it's about letting someone in more deeply. Sometimes, you know, we, yeah, we can be so careful. You know, I, definitely as a child, I was taught to be very careful. My father was alcoholic, an alcoholic. He was abusive to my mom. And it was definitely like, don't rock the boat. He was the most loving father. That might sound like a strange thing, but people can be amazing fathers and terrible husbands. Um, But it does create a very intense, like, home atmosphere. And so definitely, like, you know, don't rock the boat. Just keep everything going. Keep everything smooth, steady, happy. Be very cautious, very careful. Read the people around you. Look for the cues. And in this, we, like, we aren't, there's no space. You know, if we grow up in a way where we're being so cautious and careful all the time, there's no space to explore. There's no space to be open. We might grow up and be really protective of our feelings. We might grow up and 
push away really, really loving people who want to be in our life. We might push away good opportunities in our life because we're being overly cautious, overly careful. You know, but that is seen as something great. Like that is seen as a great quality. There's all of these things. There's, I mean, you look at people who seem to be so happy and then you begin to like uncover more and more of their story and you realize that their happiness is you know something that they project out into the world when maybe at home they're they feel the opposite way you know even people who have you know committed suicide or turned to addictions or things like that because they are searching for an escape or they're searching for something different because they feel like they need to be happy you know there's so many of these kind of virtuous things that we feel we have to have and we can feel empowered and like we're doing a great job and we might be using them too much and we can also feel like not enough if we feel like we don't have enough of them and I guess in sharing all of this what I hope what I hope to share is for you to know that you are enough that you are a perfect being just as you are We've been led to believe so many things. But they're all just beliefs. They're all just ideas. They're all, I mean, so many of them are, are tools that were in, put in place to make other people, to serve other people. You know, we can think about that with like big, big stuff. But even just like as a parent, I know like, I know that our, my parents did the best job they could and I love them for that. And I am choosing to do things differently with my kids. And I can see my mom looking at me disapprovingly all the time about it. But that's okay. She had her way. She did things the way that she knew how to do. And I'm doing things differently. Um, But there is like a part where like, you know, I think it changed like generation to generation and has become more and more open. But where, you know, kids were meant to be seen and not heard. And so they, and so, you know, they would have been raised to be the ultimate people pleasers. And then it opened up more and more and more beyond that. But parenting is a really hard job. And I totally understand how sometimes parents lose their minds and get frustrated and say things that they probably regret. Or maybe they, you know, there's one of the things I've noticed in parenting in observing just like across throughout my lifetime, different parenting styles is that there are sometimes parents who are more child focused or child at the forefront where, and I'm not saying that either one is right or wrong. There's probably a happy medium, but where they do focus on their child's needs first, where they do focus on um, coming from a place of, helping that child to grow and foster something good. And I think that that is a really great ideal. And again, I think that it can can also turn around to be maybe a bit too much. You know, sometimes we can focus too much or give too much to our children or, you know, not not foster enough discipline in them. Um, and I, by that, I mean like, like self-discipline, um, not like corporal punishment or anything like that. Um, and then, and then there are parents who are more like parent focused 
where the parent needs come first and you know it's kind of like you fit into my life and and you need to figure out how to do that whereas the other parent might be like okay I'm going to fit into your life and I'm going to figure out how to do that and again I think there's probably somewhere in the middle where we learn to come together um, as opposed to as opposed to being too polar opposite but I do believe in that children are people and that they have needs and that they deserve more anyways that's a whole other topic um but in that like I think a lot of parents like for generations have been primarily parent focused and so it's you fit into my life you it's us like children learning how to make their parents happy learning how to please their parents learning how to gain their parents approval different things like that and I think that that is where we've like as a generation have kind of been messed up and it's funny because we're looking at the next generation which was kind of raised the opposite way and we're saying like oh well now they're too soft or they're they don't work hard enough or they don't they don't value this and that and the other thing and that's what I mean by like there's you know there's these opposites and there's happy mediums and really I mean really when it boils down to it there isn't a right or wrong because we choose our parents and we know what we're getting in for and that's what we came here to learn so there isn't a right or a wrong with with that like just like I said because we did choose we did choose this we did come to work with these energies to work with these um lessons to work with these dynamics and that's why however that is showing up for you is fine that's why it's okay that's why there isn't a such thing as you being too much of one thing or not enough of another thing because you're a unique perfect human that I mean of course we have things we're going to be working on and of course we came here to expand and learn and grow and and all those things it's not like we're meant to be static beings but in this moment the staticness that lives within you the the balance of masculine and feminine the balance of kind and mean the balance of smart and ignorant the balance of willingness to learn and stubbornness the balance of all of these different qualities the balance of strength and weakness the balance of emotional versus non-emotional the balance of all of these things are are what they're meant to be and and they're they all exist when they begin to feel like a lot when it begins to feel like it's too much it's there to tell you something it's there to guide you it's there to steer you in another direction and it is very very purposeful your emotions are purposeful and yes the thoughts that come with those emotions can get really crazy and we do need to make sure that we are coming into a place where we're listening to our emotions, where we're listening to our thoughts, but where we're, where we're also expressing out energy in a healthy way. You know, sometimes we've got a lot going on and we journal it out, we talk it out, we do whatever, you know, we work it out physically, whatever that is. And then we find ourselves in a much more clear place 
where we can reflect on those quali- those emotions, those things, those guiding tools that are that are popping up in our life. And then and then we can reflect, right? Because of course, I'm not saying that we should make big decisions in deep emotional states. I'm just saying that it's there purposefully. It's there for your highest good. And that's okay. And it's okay if everyone is telling you something. Everyone is praising you for a quality that you have. And you feel like that quality is maybe too much. Or that quality is not serving you to the highest good. It's okay to acknowledge that sometimes what we've been told is really good and what we felt is a really good quality about us can sometimes also be our Achilles heel. Sometimes the things that we have been taught to value the most have been taught, we've been taught that because it's more beneficial to others than it is to ourselves. And so it can be a kick in the pants. And it can also be a great strength. There isn't, it isn't one or the other. And it's important for us to keep ourselves in check that way. It's important for us to acknowledge that something that has been valued by others might not always be serving us. And to maybe ask where that value came from and to reflect upon what led you to be really good at that skill and to ask and and to make sure that you can reflect and and in those moments when it might not be serving you you can see how it might not be serving you and if you don't you don't and that's okay too again there isn't like there isn't a manual to this there isn't a right or wrong no one's going to win at life. Sorry. <laughs> if that that's not meant to be um that isn't meant to be like malicious or or um disempowering. It's just that your it's like it's like a choose your own experience. It isn't a it isn't a win or lose. It's a choose your own adventure. And so sometimes we feel like we're losing. But we're actually just being steered in another direction. We're being steered towards another adventure. And that's kind of awesome, really. Like, and and there is so much to be said about that as well. Like there's so much to um to be grateful for when these challenges come up and they do push us. Sometimes it can feel like a big pain in the ass. I yeah, definitely. It can feel like a huge pain in the ass. But on the other side of that is going to be something magical. I know this. I have been like, like the different experiences that I've had in my life. I know that when we do come back into a place where we're choosing what is there for our highest good, when we're honoring ourself and putting ourselves first, the universe always reflects that back to us and always brings us awesome stuff. Like that is when your dreams start coming true. That is when things start falling into place and working out magically. Even when it seems like that could be so hard, even when you have no idea how that will work out, that is when when you choose 
yourself first. When you choose to honor yourself, the universe will honor you too. And things can get really exciting and things can get really awesome. So do not fear. <laughs> it's, um, it is all here for us. It's always all here for us. And you're amazing. You are like a soul who has been so courageous to come to earth right now. This is no joke. Your courage to come here and have this experience is going to be rewarded if we listen to ourselves. If we can be open to the miracles, if we can be open to working with the universe and knowing that everything is unfolding for us and not against us. There is magic to be had. So I hope that you can find some of that magic today and all this week and all this month and all this year and for all of your days to come. I hope that you're looking for it. I hope that you're open to receiving it. And I hope that you remember how fucking awesome you are.